Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, October 27th of 2020, and we are going to get started today with the Belgian royal family. I have nothing really to talk about except for what's going on in the royal households today, which I know is a rarity for me, but let's let's enjoy it. Um, I am, I guess I do, I'm kind of back into my new old routine, um, and I'm really tired today. I don't mind telling you. So um, we are going to jump right into the Belgian royal family. have a day where there are just things that like you wish didn't happen that day or at all that's what I'm having with the Belgian royal family today I assumed at some point this would maybe happen but I was really hoping it didn't um but today in the ongoing saga of King Albert's child outside of his marriage, Princess Delphine, um, father and daughter met on Sunday, um, as well as Queen Paola. So they met. Um, I do think that Delphine and King Albert had met before, um, but maybe it was just in phone calls or something. I, I don't know. Um... But they met on Sunday. Uh, The three of them released a statement together um, that um, is very nice. It's very optimistic. Um, I am going to read it. It's, again, very short, much like uh, Delphine and Philippe's was short. Uh, But this is what it says. It says, quote, on Sunday, October 25th, a new chapter, rich in emotions, peace of mind, Peace of mind, understanding, and hope began. During our meeting at Belvedere Castle, interjection, this is where King Albert and Queen Paola are living. Um, Okay, back to quote. Each of us was able to express our feelings and experiences in serenity and empathy. After the turmoil, suffering, and injury, it is time for forgiveness, healing, and reconciliation. Together, we decided to take this new path. This will take patience and effort, but we are determined. These are the first steps on a path that we will walk in peace. And then it's signed Delphine, Paola, and Albert. Albert, sorry. I say it like an American. He says it like a French person. So, it happened. Um, I don't want to talk about it. Like, the reason I don't want to talk about it is honestly, like, it has nothing to do with Princess Delphine. Like, it doesn't. I thought it would, to be honest. Like, I really thought I was going to be a snob about it, but I'm so happy for her. And, like, 
the law is written in such a way that like she 100% deserves this title and everything that comes along with it. Um, What I am like frustrated by is that we're pretending that, I mean, we're not. Like the statement in and of itself kind of talks about the hurt and the turmoil and the pain and all of that. But it's just, he treated her, King Albert treated her so horribly. Like, there, she has reported once before that, like, he was like, I don't, you're not my daughter, I don't owe you anything. It's just, like, it's so painful and good for them for moving past it and everything, but, like, I personally would not be able to do it. Um, like, and I get that these people are not me, and so it's not my place. Um, but, like, I don't know. I just, I personally am not, and he's not on the throne, so, like, it doesn't matter what I think of him. Um, like, I just don't like King Albert or Queen Paola. Like, the more I've read into them and the more I've learned about them, um, you know, like, yes, they overcame clearly an extramarital affair um I mean like they did overcome a lot and like props to them for that but like they weren't great people they weren't great parents um all of their children have talked about that like it just I don't know I'm just kind of like Obviously, it's going to be a big deal every time Princess Delphine comes to something for a while. Um, But I'm sick of these, like, publicized statements. Like, I wish they, given that Albert and Paola are not on the throne, like, I'm all for Philippe's decision to make his meeting with his half-sister public because he's sitting on the throne. Like, he is king of the Belgians, and this is a thing that he needed to do. But I don't know why... Albert and Paola had to. Like, I don't get it. And it's frustrating. Like, they're basically private people. Yes, they have titles. And yes, like, I get that. But, like, they're not on the throne. They could have just held this meeting super privately. I don't know why it had to be publicized. And I don't think, like, I I blame them. So, anyway. That happened today in the Belgian royal family. Well, it was announced today. It actually happened um, a few days ago. Um, So good for them for, you know, working on healing this process. Like, it's a process, and I get that. And so good for them for starting it. Um, Very happy for that. It is, however, like, something I wish I didn't have to talk about because I don't have super positive feelings about the fact that they're thrusting this into the spotlight. Like, oh, after years of treating this girl like garbage, now that she's, what, official? Like, we're gonna make it seem like this isn't a painful, like, we're gonna thrust it into the spotlight now that we're being decent people? I don't know. I don't like it. But it's not my place to judge and, like, look, the Belgian monarchy talked about it. I'm talking about it. But, like, I have opinions. And that's the perk of having a podcast is I get to have opinions. So I have them. 
And that's what it is. I don't like this. I didn't mind Philippe doing it. I kind of hoped that would be the end of it, honestly. But it wasn't, clearly. Um, and, like, I'm all good if she shows up to things. Um, I'm totally for that. I think it's great. Like, she is a princess of Belgium and, like, totally gets to do the things that come along with being a princess. I don't think there's enough tiaras for the whole Belgian royal family and their women anymore, but that's okay. Um, maybe someone should just get a new tiara. Anyway, not that we're having tiara events this year. So that's what's going on in Belgium. Um, you know, it was a day. So with that, we are going to move on to the British royal family. In the UK today, you guys, I tell you what, the Duchess of Cornwall is crushing it this year. She has stepped up this year in a way I never thought would happen. Um, so today she visited um, Paddington Station where she did a ton of stuff to see like how their operations have been going in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and then she also like got a demonstration of med detect dogs, which is an organization that she's patron of, um, and how these dogs have now been trained to detect COVID. It's happened, which is, I mean, it's been kind of like happening, but it's, these dogs are trained. They can detect COVID, um, which is amazing. So they got a demonstration of that. She was um, introducing like the Minister of Health for the United Kingdom to MedDetect and what that is all happening. Um, I don't know if that's like part of an implementation strategy because now that these dogs are trained, um, it makes things like airport security and trains and like concerts a possibility um, because dogs are trained like, okay, this person has COVID, like you got to go, but also allows for contact tracing because I think the UK is getting somewhere on contact tracing like software, um, like through an app or something. So that's, that's good. Um, but yeah, it was just like a really cool event that I am so glad that she got to have. Um, and I know this is like a pretty unpopular opinion, at least among like the generation above me um in terms of like how people feel about Camilla but like I really like her um like a lot I think she is doing a great job and I think I talked about this last week too because I just think she's doing wonderful with like how complicated her situation has been in the past um, and, like, she just, it's very British. Like, she just gets her job done, and she does it really, really well. Um, I don't know. I just think it's really cool. So that's what was going on publicly today was this really amazing event. Um, 
And then we are going to pull up the court circular. So I did find out something interesting. Um, after I yesterday was like, oh yeah, there was nothing in the court circular. About an hour later, I checked again and the court circular had been put in the times. So I don't think it comes out until like 8 p.m. And I did record early yesterday. Um, like I think I recorded at like 7.30. So the court circular doesn't get put in until 1 a.m. British time or something. Or they had just forgot to put it in the digital edition. I don't really know. But anyway, there were... There was like one other thing, uh, the Duke of, or, um, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall had a meeting. I don't remember what it was for and it was yesterday. It's not on the court circular today. So I have no idea what it was actually about. Um, but they had some sort of meeting and then Camilla went out and did her visit to the Arboretum. Um, and then it looks like today the only thing on the court circular is that the Duchess of Cornwall, um, visited Paddington Station. So here's the thing. I think I talked about this maybe yesterday, definitely on Friday. Um, but the UK school system is on half term. So like a fall break for a week. Um, and so the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge are with their kids and probably won't have many engagements, if at all, this week. Um and then, like, obviously, Queen Elizabeth isn't having a lot of engagements, so there's not a lot happening this week in the British royal family. Um, and also, like, COVID is spiking, and so that's going to impact a lot of things, as we're going to see, I think, throughout the rest of the week. Um, but yeah, that's that's the deal. So that's what's going on in the UK. Um, but I'm loving these Camilla events. They're great. So, with that, we are going to move on to the Danish royal family. Denmark, like I teased yesterday, Queen Margrethe did partake in a podcast today. Um, so it is at least a three episode podcast with the first episode being released today. Um, it's called The Queen and Art or, um, nope, not even going to try my Danish. Thought about it, but not going to happen. Um, and so it debuted today. I was able to find it, um, by using a hotspot um, or like a VPN, I was able to find it. I don't think it's available in the States. Um, I have searched many different podcast platforms, like all the ones I am on plus some, um, and I couldn't find it. And I don't know Danish. So I did find it on the Danish Apple podcasts, like site. Um, and I started to listen to it, but the thing is like, with Spanish, I can listen to Spanish podcasts really, really easily. Mm, really easily. I am starting to pick up Dutch. Um, I don't know that I'll ever be able to speak 
like actually speak Dutch, but I think I'll be able to understand Dutch um, because that's starting to happen. I can pick out a few words here and there in like Scandinavian languages, but it's not prominent at all. Um, and so I only know what the descriptive what the description gave me, um, which is that Queen Margrethe and a classical pianist whose name I'm not even going to try and pronounce. I'm very sorry, sir, but I cannot say your name. I have tried privately and I cannot. It, it does not come out of my mouth correctly at all or even close to correctly. Um, but anyway, they talked about the about classical music, um, including the whole of the Nutcracker music, like the ballet performance of Nutcracker um, by Chavosky. And um, I think, I think from what I can tell from the description, again, I just speak no Danish, I have no idea what they actually talked about. Um, but I think some conversation revolved around the fact that Queen Margrethe actually did set design and possibly costume design for like the Danish ballet performance of the Nutcracker. Um, and I have to say all this has served to do for me, like as someone who couldn't listen to the podcast, is make me want to watch the Nutcracker. Um, this was a tradition I had as a child, as a child, um, where I live, we have a really I think a really good, um, ballet company that puts on the Nutcracker every year at like our local, um, you know, bigger theater that has like, um, Broadway on tour shows and everything. Um, and so we went in school a few times and then like, I just started kind of going every year with, uh, family and family friends. And I haven't gone since I, I think got to high school. But, like, last year I really wanted to, and they did a performance in my actual town. Um, I didn't have to go. I live in a suburb of a big city and, like, a very fancy suburb. And, which is, which sounds like such a flex, but it's so not. Like, yes, I do live in a fancy suburb. But, <laughs> it's just, like, I am not a fancy person. Um... But I really wanted to go see it. And then I didn't have anyone to go with me. So I didn't want to go by myself. If I were able to, I mean, this year I won't be able to. But like, if I if we were able to with COVID restrictions and being safe, I would definitely go see it this year. Um, but I might settle for like an online version. I'm sure they're out there. Um, so yeah, but it just, all it did was make me like, appreciative for, um, the Nutcracker. That's all. <laughs> um, and that's just because I read the description and thought it would be really pretty to see the Nutcracker, but also that could just be like COVID isolation talking. I don't know. I'm not isolating. I'm out and about in the world. I'm being very, very careful, but I'm out and about in the world. Um, so I don't know. Um, but that was the first thing. And then also today, but not on the schedule, um, is that Crown Prince Frederick participated in the P4G Partnership Award ceremony, which was held completely virtually. He gave the opening address from his home, um, 
where he focused on, so his speech was focused on this transition to um, a green economy in Denmark. Um, And so P4G is a private company that has created their own 2030 like sustainable goals but I think they match up fairly well with the UN sustainable development goals um and so they talked about all of that and then the actual like awards were given out so that was what was going on today in Denmark there wasn't a lot of information on the Frederick event um and again don't speak Danish so his speech is out there but I have no idea what it says um so yeah, that was Denmark. Um, and then I I think I like briefly skipped over this yesterday. I think I just like moved on. I was like, oh, there was like, and we're skipping the Netherlands. So straight on into Norway. I skipped them because they hadn't done anything. Um, not because like I'm mad at them. I'm, I'm not, I'm not thrilled with them still, believe me, but I'm not like they're in the podcast. They're going to stay in the podcast. I just... They didn't have anything, and I don't think I explained that. Um, but they actually have, like, nothing scheduled till... I don't want to be wrong and say this, but till, like, another week from now. I think the next scheduled event is November 6th. So in one week, it's November 3rd. If you're American, please vote. Send in your ballot if you're voting by mail. Take your ballot in person. Make sure to vote in person on Tuesday if that's how you need to vote. Like, do one of the three (laughs) options I just presented. Not all three. Please don't do all three. Just do one. Um, But just make sure you vote. Um, Anyway, okay. Um, So, like, three days after that is going to be Friday. So November 6th is a Friday. So that's the next scheduled event as of right now on the Dutch Royal Family's website. So it's going to be a long time till we talk about them again. Um, But just know, like, I'm not skipping them. If they do something, I will happily talk about it. But they aren't doing anything at the moment. So with that, um, we are actually skipping Norway as well today because there was nothing going on there. So we are going to move right on in to Spain. good amount going on in Spain today, which I am very surprised about. Um, I am really at this point just like waiting for things to just start getting canceled on their calendar. As of the last time I checked, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm still just waiting. Um, So anyway, on their calendar today, uh, King Felipe presided over, this is a fun one, and some of it's translated and some of it's not. So Um, presided over the chapter of the Royal and Military Order of St. Ermengild Ermengild, um, at the El Escorial Monastery. 
So from what I can gather is this is like a military religious combination brotherhood order thing, um, which makes me think of like Knights Templar or the Freemasons or something like that. I don't think it's that, but that's what it's making me think about. Um, that is very ingrained in the military and also the Catholic church. Um, there wasn't like a lot of description other than like the sequence of events, um, before the group went inside of the monastery. And so it was kind of just like any other military event that Felipe presides over. He arrives, he gets on like a box that has his crest on it. Um, they play the national anthem of Spain and then he reviews like the guard. Um, so like they showed all of that and they talked about all of that and then they went inside and like there was no description. So it's all like, it all seems very mysterious. I don't think it actually is, but it seemed like it. Um, so I wanted to talk about instead of the event and I, I realized like where I'm at time wise. So I'll make this pretty quick. Um, but LS, <laughs> I always want to say escritorial and it's not, there's no T. Um, the El Escorial monastery is, um, this giant monastery where monks and I mean, like it's a, it's a monastery. It's connected to a church, um, that has existed for thousands of years. It seems like um, in Spain and it's in, it's in Madrid. Um, and it is, it is home to the, um, burial sites for the Royal family. Um, it, I mean, there are a lot of things that happen at El Escorial, um, but it is mostly known for, um, being a burial site for the royal family. So there are like different, um, different areas dedicated to, um, like infantas and infantes of Spain. Um, and then there's, I think it's called the Plaza of Kings. That might be wrong. Um, but it's where all kings and queens that are mothers to the next monarch are buried. Um, I think the exception to that is maybe King Felipe's grandparents are in that area. I don't remember. Um, I thought I was more prepared to talk about this, but now I'm like saying it and I maybe am not. Um, but it's a very big part of like Spanish culture and especially like monarchy culture of Spain. Um, so it's a cool place. It's really cool like to look at. Um, and yeah, so that's what was going on for Felipe today. And then also on the calendar, um, but again, not a ton of information is that Queen Letizia attended a board meeting or a working meeting. I assume it's a board meeting. Um, for the Spanish Committee of Representatives of People with Disabilities. 
um, where they talked about a lot of different things. And actually, I say that the description sucked. This one was actually really good. Um, but they talked about, obviously, COVID-19. Um, they also talked about how big of a difference there is in discrimination towards women and girls with disabilities than there are towards men. And I don't know why that surprised me, but it did. And so, like, that was a topic of conversation. And then also, like, legal, um, bureaucratic stuff that the organization is working with and through. Um, so that was the event today. Um, yeah, it was great. So that's what was going on in Spain. Um, and now we are going to quickly move on to Sweden. Today, there was one event in Sweden, and there wasn't a lot of details because these things do remain private, um, but King Carl Gustav held a farewell audience with the um, ambassador to Sweden from Switzerland, who is leaving Sweden um, and maybe continuing on to a different post or something else. Um, this is, you know, they receive credentials and have um, like a private introductory meeting and it's the same, but more casual when, um, um, when ambassadors leave the country. So there wasn't like a whole lot today. Um, tomorrow there is the, um, fourth stop on the Royal COVID tour, um, from the Swedish Royal family. And then, like, their calendar is pretty light this week, too, um, especially after having such a busy weekend. I'm not surprised. Um, but, yeah, so that's what was going on in Sweden. It was a pretty casual event. Um, but, yeah. Um, so with that, uh, that ends this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please check out all of the social medias and website. Uh, the website is thedailyroyal.com. Um, Instagram is thedailyroyal.com. Um, YouTube is Daily Royal Podcast. Please check out all of the all of the things. Um, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. But until then, have a great day. Bye.